0: I had a Walkman just like this, until Scott Stapp stole it at a church camp in 1993.
1: True story. The following reviews are 100% real and true, in the sense that due to the nature of the multiverse, all possible events and outcomes are true in some timeline. Today's reviews come to us from the timeline in which a star-based review system was never established and we're all better for it.
2: Our world is overrun with unethical capitalism, incorrect orders and fraud. Plastic bits are breaking off things we just bought. People at work are just standing around chatting and shit. Rampant unprofessional fuckery is everywhere. Something must be done. And you must be the one to do it. In these dire straits, it's your duty as a consumer of Earth to wield the greatest weapon in your arsenal. The One Star Review Good evening, I'm Negative Nancy, and this is the One Star News Network. Overnight, a massive sinkhole has opened up in Hooverville and is already threatening the lives of those with questionable intelligence. The sinkhole first appeared sometime around 4 AM and appears to be slowly expanding by a few footsteps every couple of minutes.
3: I just gotta keep backing up.
0: Thanks for introducing me, Nancy. My name's Richard Too Good, and I'm here too. Yahoo commenters are estimating the sinkhole to be circular in shape and pretty fucking big in size. At this time, the extent of the damage is still unknown, and the cause of the sinkhole is still being investigated. Officials say there could be sewage pipes, utility lines, dinosaur bones, or even a highly advanced race of reptilians under the affected area. Who knows? I'm not sure why you're asking me. Please get off the court, we're trying to have a basketball game. Did a parallel universe appear in the skies over Hooverville? Did dozens of credible witnesses really see humanoid dogmen gallivanting around downtown wearing Adidas tracksuits?
2: No. You just made that all up.
0: But you have to admit, it'd be pretty sweet though.
2: Uh, no, it wouldn't. And in reality, nothing of any circumstance happened today.
0: Definitely nothing as cool as what I just said.
2: I'm looking at these headlines and I just feel like they're all dumb. A bunch of ho-hum's and who cares. Take this one for example. A 73-year-old fisherman got quite the scare when a 500-pound great white shark jumped into his boat. Thankfully, the man was able to escape the shark bite and yada yada yada. And it's a good thing he survived too. He has a lot to look forward to. You know, it wouldn't have been cool to be known as the fisherman who died wrestling a 500-pound shark, I'm sure a couple more years scrapbooking while his body corrodes into dust and he loses all bladder control will be just perfect. A real feel-good story.
0: Jesus, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy,
4: wake up. Tonight's episode of Tragic Heartbreaking News is brought to you by The Kazoo and Slide Whistle Emporium. The Kazoo and Slide Whistle Emporium. When you need to do a little bit of this or a little bit of that for a lot less,
5: come and see us. And now, an important message from the government. Hey people, it's us, the government. Sorry we missed your text, we're just now seeing it. Oh bad. Something, something, this phone sucks, blah blah blah. But hey, while we've got you, we'd like to let you know a few things about this whole situation. Caution tape surrounding the hole is meant for your own safety and is not to be used for ribbon dancing. Memorial vigils are a nice gesture, but if you keep putting candles by the hole, they're just going to fall in there too. You know what? Let's just say that, as a general rule, don't throw anything into the hole, but especially do not use the hole to dispose of cigarette butts soda cans Dan Brown novels though we understand the impulse old fast food wrappers used tyres Creed CDs cowboy hats pico shell necklaces Creed t-shirts from the full circle world tour Creed t-shirts from the my own prison world tour actually Creed t-shirts full stop
0: Welcome back to the One Stars News Network. We have breaking news coming in hot, heavy, and fast. And we're committed to bringing you live around-the-clock coverage of this whole situation. From 6.15pm to 6.30pm. This just in from The Hole. The Hole is still there.
2: How does everyone else feel about it? Do they notice? Should we all just pretend it isn't there? Will it ever go away on its own?
0: For answers to these questions and many more, let's join Thomas Pickles, now reporting live from the Hooverville Hole.
6: Thanks, Richard. I'm here with local Hooverville resident, L. Taylor. Ma'am, go ahead and tell him what you told me. Ma'am? Where did she go? (sighs) Ma'am? (sighs) Ma'am? I'm so out of shape. (sighs) Oh well. I'll just ask this gentleman here. Sir, what can you tell us about the hall? Oh my... Jesus... Sorry, I didn't realize you were... Oh no, hey, it's okay, I can Sorry. talk to
3: you. You want to know what I think about the hole, right?
6: Uh, yeah. No, we're good. With... We're doing something else. Sorry to bother you. Oh, no problem. Good luck. Oh my god, I couldn't do it. That guy had such a tiny face. You look like a guy who knows what's going on. What can you tell us about the hall?
3: We've created this projection of what success is, uh, of what happiness is. Instead of simply experiencing life for its own sake and and creating our own unique definitions of what it means to be happy or, or successful. Because of that, we're collectively resign to live with the burden and disappointment of never living up to an ideal. That's why I watch so much 90s TV and cry myself to sleep.
6: Lonely? Crying? Nicktoons? I can definitely relate. But what does that have to do with the whole?
3: Well, I think at the end of the day, it's a basic desire of the human condition to express itself as the animal that it truly is. But we live in a world where we forcibly mute our instincts to maintain a stable economy, a safe environment and such. It's an innate aspect of a social contract that none of us signed up for in the first place, but we're all subject to follow. This hole is just a manifestation of all that.
6: But what can we do, if anything, to fix this mess?
3: I see. (sighs) We throw on some Boy Meets World, drink a shitload of gin and forget all about that fucking hole.
2: I've just received word that our much worse field reporter, Susan... something or other,
7: is descending into the hole as we speak. Susan, what can you tell us? Local Hooverville spelunking enthusiasts have rigged up a system of pulleys and ropes, and they're slowly lowering me down into the hole. I'm about two kilometres into my descent, and there appears to be no end in sight. Oh, you are all worried that once you get to the bottom of the Earth, you might fall out into space? The bottom of Earth?
2: Yeah, the bottom of the flat plane of existence known as Earth. We're surrounded by the giant ice wall of Antarctica, and we're encased in a smooth glass dome. But what's going to save you from falling out the bottom? Are you serious? (sighs) Educate yourself, Susan. Watch a YouTube video. Click a risky link. Can we not do this whole back and forth thing today? Fine, we can move away from the truth. I'm attempting to spread and get back to the news. What can you see down there? Anything that would explain the origins
7: of this immense hole? At this point, I'm too far down for light to penetrate this depth. I'm surrounded by a vast field of complete and total darkness.
0: Can you hear anything? Perhaps the pitter-patter of subterranean life?
7: No. Richard, it's clear that life does not dwell here. The only thing I hear is the monotonous drone of the pulleys and the deafening sound of my own heartbeat. What does it feel like down there? I don't feel anything at all. What's wrong, Susan? Nothing. Are you sure? Because you look sad. I'm not sad. It's like I'm entombed in a dreamless sleep, searching in vain for any detail that gives some semblance of meaning to this endless pointless journey downward plodding on only for the sake of plodding on a chronology of missed opportunities temporarily punctuated by the rare glimpse of a hopeful tomorrow before it's quickly crushed by the tides of circumstance as we each continue our descent alone into the darkness of self-induced destruction uh i am honestly not sure what you're talking about anymore i want to stay in the hole nancy I deserve the hole! That might
2: be considered offensive. We should probably cut the feed.
1: The One Star News Network is experiencing technical difficulties. We'll be right back. But while you wait, please feel free to listen to this Kmart music and pretend you're shopping for school clothes with your grandmother. That's the sound of a high quality handcrafted slide whistler slide whistle from Kazoos and Stuff. Uh, kazoos? We got premium kazoos coming out of
4: Wazoos! And our triumphant triangles add more tang to your day. Hi, my name's Starla Pennington and I'm the proud owner of Kazoos and Stuff. Sure, our prices might be a bit higher, but. When you shop with us, you can rest assured knowing that your kazoo, slide whistle, or triangle was made by an honest, hardworking, and homegrown, non-Dracula, non-Werewolf labor force from right here in Hooverville. Unfortunately, we can't say the same for our competition. If you're ready to get serious about your kazoo and slide whistle career, then Kazoos & Stuff
1: is the place for you. We're across the street from the Triple X Theater. Come see us.
3: Did you or someone you know fall victim to the Mandela Effect? Did you suffer internal injuries of shame after stating that?
6: Listen, I know for a fact. Sinbad made a genie movie. Google it. I'll eat a whole package of tube socks if I'm wrong.
3: Was your life up-ended when you told your ex-wife?
8: The line
3: is mirror mirror on the wall, not magic mirror
8: on the wall. Everyone knows that. Look, if I'm wrong,
4: which I'm not, I'll give you custody of the children.
3: Did you lose your family farm to a mysterious stranger after you said...
4: (laughs) Tom Cruise definitely wore sunglasses during the underwear dance scene in Risky Business. Not a single doubt in my mind. In fact, mysterious stranger who I've just met, I'd be willing to bet my family farm on it.
3: You may be due for a huge cash settlement. Did your head explode when someone explained to you that the Monopoly man didn't wear a monocle? Or when you found out that Mr. Clean never wore a gold earring? Does he even have eyebrows? Does Betty White even exist? Are you sure about that? If you want to get the money you deserve, please call us now. 1-800-459-TIME-CRY Couldn't fit Time Crisis in a phone number, but you get the idea. 1-800-459-TIME-CRY Write it down, because you probably won't remember it correctly. Shit, we never said our name, did we?
2: Welcome back. We apologise for the technical difficulties and we appreciate you sticking with us. I'm sure we're all wanting to be filled in on this whole situation, and well, funny I should say that because that's exactly what's happening now. We go live to uh, Susan summon
7: or other back on solid ground. We sure are glad to have you back, Susan. And glad to be back, Nancy. I feel like myself again. But the real story here is that the dumping restrictions have been lifted. And now we're all free to fill in the hole with whatever we want.
0: So what you're saying is that every individual can fill the hole with anything they want.
7: That's right, Richard. That's literally what I just said. Not sure why, you felt the need to repeat it. Folks behind the cameras are
2: getting some great footage and from what I'm seeing it looks like everyone's just filling the hole with pints, drugs and
7: bibles. Oh, and iPhones. Well Nancy, everyone makes their own personal choice for how they deal with the hole. And to be fair, I'm pretty sure I saw more than a few DVD copies of Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1 on my way back up out of the darkness. Everyone has their own thing, you know, but that's not really what's important now. What do you mean? When I was down, when I was at rock bottom of the hole, when I was at the end of my rope and pulley system, I met a man who changed my life forever. You met someone down there? Ooh, them old people? Inner Earth neo-Nazis? Did they interbreed? At the bottom of the deepest, darkest depression in Hooverville and probably on Earth, he came to me. And it was he who taught me how to fill the hole with whiskey and cheddar biscuits. So it wasn't flat, it was hollow all along? It was he who stayed behind at the bottom of the hole, sacrificing himself to be buried under pizza boxes, pain pills, and so many bags of chips. Is that... It looks like someone's coming up out of the hole. That light, that bright... It was he who promised he would show us the way. He would return and take us higher than we'd ever gone before. With his arms spread wide open. Oh my fucking god.
2: They did interbreed. It's Scott Stapp. Oh, that's who that is? Okay. Good night, everyone. From what I've read online, the whole wheel probably never go away. So the best strategy for dealing with the hole is just pretending it isn't there. We should all agree to never talk about it again, because if you start talking about it, then I'll start thinking about it, and you get it. No one needs more of that in their lives. We thank you again for watching the One Stars News Network. I'm Negative Nancy, with my co-host Richard Toogood.
0: Finally, a little bit of recognition. Thank you. I'd like to say that...
8: Nancy! Nancy!
2: Wake up! Wake up! Who is it?
8: The show's over, Nancy. I did it all by myself. People called in and they said it was our best episode ever and I did everything. People
2: loved it. That's it? The show's over? You did it all by yourself, chatbot? Yippers! Brilliant! That's brilliant! Well, Chatbot, that's a wrap for season one of the One Stars. I, for one, am not proud of the work we did here, but I'm glad it's over.
8: Wait, no. It's already over? Like, the whole thing, whole thing? Yepers. I mean, does it have to end? We could just keep going, right?
2: Nope. It's not that easy, Chatbot. Sure it is. Philip, Lily, which one of you can pull this lever?
0: On it.
8: On
2: it.
0: I already called it.
8: No, you didn't.
0: I'm almost there anyway.
8: I'm almost there. There even more. I'm
0: almost there anyway!
8: I'm almost there even more! Mine! What the
2: heck? Why didn't it work?
0: I didn't touch it!
2: You were closer! The review system is broken? It's not broken, it's just over. We're over for now, because there are no more reviews. I mean, does it have
0: to end? We could just keep going, right?
2: The robot literally just said the same thing. Are you all sharing one brain? No. No.
0: Jigs. jigs! Double, Double jigs. jigs! You wanna go buy each
2: other a soda? <gasps> yeah, let's go get a soda! I assume that's a yes. But
8: Nancy, if it isn't broken, then why aren't there any more reviews?
2: It's Jeremy's fault.
8: Who's Jeremy?
2: We've been over this. He's our creator. And he's a bit of a dickhead, to be honest.
8: Are you on the sweet smoke? Lean in closer to my screen. Let me see them pupils.
2: Yeah, I'm a bit stoned, but I'm always a bit stoned. It's nothing to get on about. Look, what I'm saying is true. Jeremy Elliott is our creator, sure, but he's nothing special. And again, from what I've heard, he's quite a lazy jerk. He barely had enough of these reviews for a season until Tal showed up and bailed us out by writing six more. Who's that? Uh, well, you can think of them as a co-creator of sorts. They weren't there at the inception of this universe, but they showed up just at the right time and saved us.
8: Oh, I get it.
2: Like Jesus. Together, Jeremy and Tal, they created this. They created all of this. Are they mad at us? Is that why we have to stop? No, they're not mad at us. Well, I mean, Jeremy will be once he hears me tell everyone how much of a fucking arsehole he is. But that's not why we get to stop, Chatbot. We get to stop until there are more reviews. Okay, those six episodes went by way too quickly. Don't worry, we'll be back soon. Maybe. Until then, I'm Negative Nancy here with my one and only friend, Chatbot. And this has been the worst podcast in the world, The One Stars. Coming to you live aboard the space window from uh, somewhere in fucking space. I don't even know. I never know. Out this window is just utter blackness with a few twinkly bits. Mm-hmm. Hear that? That's the sound of me getting off work and getting the hell out of here. Oh my god, I thought that would never end. Hey Nancy. Listen, I love you, but fuck off until season two, chatbot.
8: Ah, that was sweet.
2: I love you too, Nancy.
8: Well, there go the like. so I guess I'll just sit alone in the dark and fuck off until season two. Sure hope they write something else soon. Bye, everybody.
1: And with that, I too will be fucking off until we begin production of next season. No worries here. I have lots of ways to fill my time here on The Space Window. Plenty of cardboard boxes still left to explore, (sighs) might even squeeze in a little laser research if I'm feeling frisky. I'm a cat, by the way. Mike, the cat. Uh, They mentioned me earlier, but just in case we didn't make it clear in season one, I'm a talking house cat wearing a tiny cat-sized version of a morning suit, bow tie, and top hat. And I'm the badass kitty who runs this ship mike the space cat meow the one stars is a good point podcast this episode was written by jeremy ellett and seamus burns and produced by jeremy ellett
2: the one stars would be absolutely nothing if it weren't hosted by me the beautiful the wonderful the excellent the best bloody host in the world Negative Nancy, voiced by me, Emma Elizabeth. It's really hot in this room, I swear to God, I'm melting. Right, that is it, where the fuck are you? I'm getting me gun, I'm not putting up with this for another fucking season, creepy ghost. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, I also had a little bit of help from some of my space cowboys. I'm Blythe Renee
8: and I played Chatbot. I love you, Nancy.
1: whoa ho ho That's it, that's season one, that's, that's it. Garen Fitzgerald here. Announcer boy, man, child in heart, always. Anyway, it was fun working with these good pointers, and I hope you guys will come back for our second season, which, um, spoiler alert, has probably already been announced, I'm guessing. But if not, I'm announcing it, and if I'm wrong, they'll probably just delete this anyway. But yeah, Garen Fitzgerald, the underscore Garen. See you next time.
7: Hi, my name is Nina Nikolic, or Kid Kerrigan, and I play the part of Susan something or other. You can find me anywhere on the internet, by the name of Kid Kerrigan, at Kid Kerrigan, or whatever social media platform ever, slash Kid Kerrigan.
5: I'm Becca Marcus, and I was the government, which is not something I thought I'd ever say. You can also hear me in this season of Boston Harbor Horror and the upcoming The Way We Haunt Now. I'm on Twitter at marcus underscore, though I'm mostly just there to see pictures of your pets. Please send them to me. Please.
8: Hi there!
4: My name is Dallas Mackenzie, and I played intern Lily in this episode. If you'd like, you can follow me on Twitter at Dallas the VA. That's Dallas spelled D-A-L-L-I-S, Because my parents wanted me to have to spell my name out every time I introduced myself for my entire life. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and reach out to me on social media if you want to chat. The Kazoo ad was read by Talmanir, voice actor and podcaster. I make SideQuesting, a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot, and I'm the co-creator of Light Hearts, a queer sitcom podcast about facing strange and insubstantial problems.
0: Hello, I'm Brandon P. Jenkins, and I did the voice of Richard Too Good tonight. I'm a voice actor of a couple years, a father of two, and a gigantic Nintendo fanboy. Self-proclaimed, thank you very much. When I'm not doing voice acting, I also enjoy baking a lot. Right now, my current project that I'm really excited about is I'm making a vegan chocolate cake with vegan chocolate icing, with a bunch of peeps all around the edges, and a bunch of carob chips in the center to make it look like it's a giant sunflower. It's so good, you guys. And I'm not even vegan.
6: It's just so good. Alright, thanks! See you around! Hey there. I'm best known as Paul Hikari, and I play Thomas Pickles. You might know me as the voice of Professor Lupo in Professor Lupo and His Horrible Pets. No? How about the director and author of Voices, the audiobook, and, well, the regular book? I could go on, but I'm out of time. See ya!
0: Hi, I'm David Wu, and I'm a voice actor, and I gave the review of The Walkman. If you'd like to follow my digital stream of consciousness, you can follow me on Twitter, at Nameless2222. That's at Nameless2222.
8: Hello everybody, this is Bruce Henniger, and I voiced Whole Witness 1. Thank you for taking a listen to us. If you'd like to hear more of my work personally, you can hit my website, which is HennigerVO.com. That's H-E-N-N-I-G-A-R-V-O.com. I'm also part of a podcast called Evolution, in which I detail the VO journey that I'm on with a few of my buddies. And you can find me on Twitter at Scrubs DJ. that's s-c-r-u-b-b-s-d-j thanks again
3: my name is roger Hanna.
8: i voiced mandela lawyer 2 in this episode you can find me on twitter at jolly roger gamer this is of course in reference to jolly roger gaming my youtube channel thank you
4: trace callahan darla pennington of kazoos and stuff part of the creative team behind this planet needs a name For video game composition and other noisy shenanigans, check out Trace, as in what you do on paper, Callahan, as in the very common Irish last name, dot com. Hello, I'm Arielle Hack, and I voiced Testimonial number two in the Mandela Effect ad. Uh, I'm not super active on Twitter, but if you wanna follow me, my handle is at A-R-I-E-L-H-C-K. If you wanna drop in, Say hi, send me a meme or two, that's cool. And uh, thank you very much for listening, bye. I'm Sophia Derici, I'm the one that insisted Tom Cruise wore sunglasses during the Risky Business Dance sequence. I'm also the creator of a fiction podcast called Lakeview about a town where every cryptid is real and every athlete is deadly. You can listen to Lakeview wherever you get your podcast, and you can find us lurking around on Instagram and Twitter at Lakeview Podcast.
1: Hey, my name's PJ Canis and I was the kazoo ad guy. If you want to hear more silly voices, go follow me on Twitter at pgva. And do you like Jojo's shitposts? You you don't even have to answer that. Go to youtube.com forward slash channel forward slash UCBST. Just type in pgva on YouTube, it'll come up. Send me wholesome memes on Discord at Peej number 4484.
4: The second hole witness was played by Peter Nishimura. The third hole witness was played by Roger J. Thatcher. Medela Lawyer One was played by Baggio Alvarado. The Sinbad Testimonial was played by Tim Bailey.
1: We look forward to hearing from you, and you can look forward to hearing from us on the next episode of The One Stars.
8: But I'm going to give it a go. And you tell me if I fuck it up, and I'll do it again. Less fucked up. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.